What the fuck? Are we back? Fuck. Okay, okay. Wait, let me see. Let me see my, my watch real quick. Okay. Check the check the dimension. Check the time. Are we back? It, it, it we we seem to be back. It's been a few months. How long is it? It's been five. It's August. It's yeah. been five months. It's been five months. You know, honestly, it's not as bad as I was expecting no, it to be. I, I know, know, right? We, spent, we spent like at least a, we spent at least a year relative to us inside of the time vortex. I know, know, right? Plus, like we just took a summer break. You know. Exactly. exactly. Cast summer break. You know, uh so are we are we pretty sure that the the timeline disruption was caused by by me actually pulling and not Chris Chan getting out of prison. Although we were correct on that one. I I'm not sure. I, I, I there's there an al- there was an alpha level psychic storm going on at the same time that you pulled the wrong lever so i couldn't tell well i guess uh i guess all that's left to do is just uh pick up where we left off well for those who don't know us i'm victor i'm brandon and you're listening to mom said it's my turn on the podcast we're back we're back again <laughs> for the third time i mean second if you don't count proto mom's cast that's true. That's true. Proto Mom's Cast is like legitimate lost media because I'm never sending those tapes out. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. So two and a half. Let's call it two and a half. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, we took little breaks here and there last year, but like we're back. We're back, and we're gonna be rolling out some serious content this next few weeks. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. But well, yeah, you know. You know what? So uh, I think we gotta start up this episode with a disclaimer. Probably this and the next few episodes, by the time we release them, might be like super dated. I don't think they'll be that dated, honestly. I don't think they'll be that bad. Well, maybe just like we'll talk about something that's trendy, and by the time we get to like the release date, it's not a trendy topic anymore. Yeah, like th- these episodes are going on the backlog. We're like gearing up to do one in august released as you can tell by listening to this on august yep uh yeah for context it is it is june right now it is it is early june so so what's been going on with you i i had a shitty summer class that i just i was clawing my way through like like fingernails like dragging scraping the wax off of the off of the floors dragging that type of dragging uh so i want to i want to talk about my shitty little summer class for a little bit go ahead so so for context you know i go to colorado state university it's a pretty expensive school because i don't know if you missed that missed the news college is expensive now and so i'm from pennsylvania i get a pretty nice scholarship to go to colorado state university uh, except that scholarship doesn't apply during the summer. And so I paid less than $10,000 for my spring and fall semesters combined. Nice. This summer, I'm taking three classes. One is a four-week online class. Two is a two-week in... Uh, the second one is a two-week in-person class, but it's up in the mountain campus. 
And they saw me doing that, and they started frothing and foaming at the mouth. They were like, we're going to charge this bastard so much money. And then the third is another, it's a six-week online class. Do you want to take a guess at how much money I'm paying for this summer, Victor? 15K. Close. It's uh, it's $10,000 for, for, for summer classes. So I'm, uh, Still I need the, I need the podcast I to... I need the podcast to start bringing in a, li- a little bit of dough, you know? I need I need us to start making a little bit of cheddar on this. I need cheddar too, bro. Yeah, you need cheddar so you can get a green card. That was a bit... Only half a bit. You know you can use cheddar to get a green card, right? What? You know, that's like an actual thing. Just like buy a green card. Real? Isn't it like a million dollars? Yep. Interesting. I, I, I'm not sure if it's a million or a hundred thousand, but it's up there. Well, I mean, we we get you a little bit of money. We fly you up to California, get you a get you a little little shack up in California. Do a little. At that point, would it even be? I mean, technically, it is a green card. Like it's just a normal wedding at that point. It's it's always, not a green card wedding. It's always gonna be a green card wedding if I want to live in the U.S. Like it's always it's always a green card wedding in the eyes of the U.S. government. Exactly. Exactly. But, like, you know, podcast brings in a little cheddar, you know? Victor gets his green card. I pay off my shitty summer classes, you know? Think about it. Share the podcast. Help us out. We finally, but anyways. We finally get the Mumskist office. Like, we've been saying that we're going to be doing exactly. for, like, about almost a year now. Holy shit. But, but anyways... So there's four-week summer class I took. I was supposed to take it between my sophomore and junior years of college. I'm going into my senior year of college now. And what it is, it's it's an intro to natural resource uh, management and, like, integration. So it's Uh like, yeah, yeah. So this class was like, oh, we're going to focus on, like, the five disciplines. So it's, like, human dimensions to natural resources, rangeland, which is grasses, fish and wildlife, Forestry, which is what I'm studying. I'm getting a forestry degree so I can go fucking di- Fuck fight crackheads in, in the woods. Dude, I I want to go fight. I want to ride a bear, bro. That's what I want to do. And watersheds, which is just water in the environment and how water does stuff. And when I tell you this class was an absolute joke. I I cannot stress this enough. I am so irrationally upset at Colorado State University. I I like I can't even blame Joyce anymore. Dude, Joyce has been gone for for a year. <laughs> I miss you, Joyce. Joyce has been gone for a year. She's I Joyce is at you. her lake house. I know we miss you, Joyce. Joyce so who is it? We it's miss like, you. Who is it? It's Amy. It's it's, it's Amy's fault now. Amy. <laughs> No, no, no. Why but, would you do this? But, like, Amy Amy gets a pass. I'm not going to say why Amy she gets a pass. Amy does. But Amy I'll gets say a pass. Kinda, I'll say why. Amy's kind of bad. <laughs> I'll say why. I uh, So, anyways. I, no, I do think that we should shut up, set up a shell company. Like, because I have another fall at CSU to do. I have two more falls. So, like, assuming we have enough cheddar, we set up a shell company that looks like a legitimate news source. And we set up an interview with Amy, and we we just uh, we Eric Andre the shit out of it. You know, I I want to do that, but I still want to do Joyce. I know it'd be really funny. To, I what think, is Joyce I up think, to these days? I think Joyce has the ego to be like, I am such an important person that people want to interview me. Oh, absolutely. And we you know, can, I'll be like, we want to speak to the first female president of Colorado, of Colorado State, State University. University. And she'll she'll bite like a like the SpongeBob hooks episode, but uh, so let me get back to my summer class because I want to I want I want everybody to understand 
how uh, how much I've been bashing my head into the wall. There's a little red spot where like my brains and blood have been kind of pooling up as I bash my head into the wall every day. So the uh, the the wildlife portion of this. Do you want to know what they were doing for exams? Uh, they were petting fish. No, it's an online class. So what they were doing was they would show me a picture of a moose. And on a multiple <laughs> choice quiz, go, what is this? Student athlete ass class. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, this is a fucking football player class. They would show me a picture of a moose. Go, what is this? They would show me a... There were some birds on it, but like there wasn't anything like difficult. So they'd show me an owl and they'd be like, what is this? A, an owl. B, a moose. C, a cat. There was a bunch of grass and tree identification, and guess who already took a whole semester-long class on tree identification? Me! Why were you clawing for, like, all this important? You should be You should be cruising. It was so much busy. Dude, I had, I had four assignments due every single day, including the weekends. And it was all just Excel assignments. It was basic math in Excel. And I had four assignments every single day. And then I had a group project. And with this group project, what happened with the group project was no one in my group was doing anything. And it was the night before it was due. So I sent a message to the group chat. That's I'm like, hilarious. Hey. I'm like, hey, does anybody want to, you know, like, let's get this work done. So I put my phone number in the group chat. And 30 seconds later, I get a call and I answer it because I'm not noticing the number. And I go, oh, it's probably somebody from my group. And I answer and I go, hello, who is this? And they go, hi, Brandon. How are you? And I'm like, dude, don't talk to me like that. Like, don't talk to me like that. I don't know you like that. And this dude was like, yeah, I'll see you in a couple weeks. I was like, please don't talk to me like that. Please, ever, do not speak to me like that. So I have not been having a good time, Amy. If you're listening, this is somehow your this fault. Person? Who the fuck was? What the fuck? I was don't know. On? I don't know, man. It was scary. It was scary, Amy. If you're listening, this is somehow your fault. But yeah, so that's that's been my experience. Uh, my life has been wake up, go to work, get back, do three to four hours of schoolwork a day, go I to spent sleep. Three days in a cult. Yeah, you, let's talk about that. Victor went to Costa Rica for three three whole days. Yeah, I, w- I went to this thing, and it was, like, it was, like, commune, so I was iffy at first, but it ended up being a cult, but not, like, a, not like, a, like, a malicious cult. It's one not of, like a Heaven's Door, not like a Heaven's Door cult? Not like a Heaven's Door cult. More like, more like, imagine, like, rehab, but, like, like, Christian rehab. Like born again Christians, or it, it kind of like it, it's it's mostly for um it's mostly for people that don't know what they're doing in life and drug addicts. So it it's it's a uh. it's a very fu- funny dichotomy because you have all kinds of drug addicts there. There was this guy that said, "See, I was never a bad drug addict. I only I only did um I only did uh, rich boy drugs, even though I was not rich. I only did ecstasy, uh, pot." And cocaine, you know, I I never injected anything. But I mean, but yeah. yeah, you know, us at Mom's Cast, like we we only do like like rich people drugs, you know. <laughs> like that's what we don't tell we don't tell you like on the low at the Mom's Cast functions, you know, like Mom's Cast functions, you know, we have to preserve the ratio. It has to be it's twenty girls to every guy, and me and Victor are the only guys there. <laughs> Logan, 
Logan can sometimes pull up because he does have the 20 girls to get in. But like, you know, we keep these mom's cast, we keep the ratio of these mom's cast functions like really tight. That's a, like somebody pulls up some, some, some dumbass pulls up like, like John, John pulls up. He has 19 girls. We say, we'll keep the girls. You get the fuck out. That's uh, the sad part is that, uh, I'm going to say this time last year, all the mom's cast boys were single except for me now. All the mom's cast boys are dating. It's sad. It's terrible. Are you ta- when you say all the mom's cast boys? Are you just referring to you and me? I'm also referring to the mom's cast extended cast of Adam and Logan, except that Adam, Adam also was, Adam Adam had a, Adam had a Adam was also dating. So it was year. like it was like a fifty fifty ratio. I don't think Logan's dating anybody right now. Isn't he? I, I, st- think- I Logan and I Logan and I keep in touch. Logan is my gym buddy, and I every time it's like a different girl. Every time I talk to him, I'm like. So how's it going, man? Oh. He's like, this girl I'm seeing, this girl I'm fucking with, and I'm always like, it's like a different person like every week. I'm like, damn, I was dude. so sure Logan was seeing someone, but I just guess he's like constantly nah. seeing someone, but it's just not the same someone. I think he was at some point during the spring, but like, like that's not that's not our business to talk yeah, about, yeah, you know? It's not, it's not. But you know, we were we were keeping it like tight at these mom's cast functions, you know? We only did, like, rich people drugs. Like, we would abuse Victor's Adderall prescription. Yeah. Or uh, we would ask other people to buy us weed. <laughs> or we would... Uh, <laughs> we did not. This is, this is a joke. We did not. It's a joke. The mom's, cast, the mom's cast functions were us sitting in my room. <laughs> sitting in my room for fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> these were the mom's cast. Dude, can you imagine if you showed up, like, if you're, like, in a friend group, and you like tried to show up to a frat party, like if like imagine so okay so it's like I'm trying to think of a like a, a group, but it's like imagine you're you're like the only dude in a friend group, and it's like a pretty tight friend group, and it's like you and like four other girls, and you guys show up to a frat party, like and you're not allowed in because you're a guy, obviously they're not gonna let you in, but like like do you think the girls turn around and go okay we won't show up either, or do you think they still go in? What happens is. Um, you're not even invited. Yes, but the girls know where the party is, and they go, and you just don't go and go do something else. That's See, what this is the uh, the context for this is that uh, Victor had his own personal nine eleven pretty much every single weekend while he was at CSU. Yeah, because uh, not really, not really. It was only like first semester freshman year. Oh, yeah, no, that was rough. I remember you would come over, you'd be like, Natalie's at a frat party, and I'd be like, damn, dude. Luckily, luckily, um... Well, the good thing is, like, CSU frat culture, like, no one likes the frats. Yeah, no one one likes likes the the frats. frats. No one likes the frats, no girl ever stays at the frat party. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's the funniest part. They just, they... Dude, seriously. Every every single weekend... They go for free beer. Every they single weekend, beer, they it. have a bad time, but they go again the next weekend. Yeah, because it's free beer. And you know what the I best noticed? beer is free beer. You know what I noticed that's even funnier? They stop telling the girls. Like, if you don't commit to be like to being like like a, like a, what do you call it? A frat sweetheart or something like that. You know, the girls that are not in the I don't fucking know. It's, it's, Dude, it's, no it's, like, it's this term for a girl that's not in the frat, but she's like, like, you know, with a guy on the frat or some shit like that. I have no idea. If you don't, if by the time you are entering into your junior year or like second semester sophomore, you are not a, uh, like a, like a frat, like sweetheart or something like that, they stop like letting you in. 
damn. Like, dude, like no one, no one likes the, cause I talked to, um, I started a job at unemployment arc over, not that this isn't a job. I stay hustling on this. We stay hustling. Um, and like, I was talking to, to one of the girls there who's like going into her last semester at CSU and we were talking about frat stuff. And I was like, obviously I've never been to a frat party. Cause like, like that too. And I, and she was legitimately like, and this is like the, the fourth or fifth person I've had tell me this is she goes, you're not missing anything. The people show up for free beer. No one has a good time. No one stays overnight at the frat house and everybody leaves at the end of the night. I'm like, damn. Like, like the, 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 the I think bumps cast functions were, were, were a little bit fun. We're, we're better than frat parties. Unironically, yes. Like, like the uh, the Momscast pregame, legitimately the alleged Momscast pregames, legitimate legendary alleged, events. Alleged Momscast pregame. No, by the time by the time by the time this episode comes oh, out, yeah, <laughs> yeah. By the time this episode comes out, yeah, the Momscast pregame, legendary events. Except for the second one, somebody got too drunk and we had to go to the hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Mom- that was kind of a mood killer. We don't really hang out with that person anymore. Just not a good time. The, the Dude, sad, Logan the, and I. The sad part was that that was like the first time Addy joined the mom's cast extended cast. Oh yeah, she ended up driving Dude. the per, the the person Dude. to the hospital. Dude, and I are making preparations. See, you know how last year every home game started at like one or two o'clock. Yeah. So we had to start at like ten thirty, which is absolutely normal. Like, oh no, yeah, hundred percent. I love colleges. Every game starts at five. Every oh home game starts at five God. o'clock, and I got the okay to use somebody's apartment to host. Holy shit! It's about to be legendary. Well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fly me out every weekend now. I know, I know, I know. I want to get you in if you can come in for one of these, dude. Like that would be, dude. We'll host. That would be incredible. That we gotta but, record. Yeah, so, we gotta record a, like like a Project X style video of that, and and that'll yeah. go that'll so dude. hard. And I are, are like assembling the roster, and the roster is looking incredible. Remember the life hack: get a cheaty five dollar disposable camera. I know that's what I'm doing. Exactly, I'm picking one up. Yeah, but dude, and I are assembling the roster. It's going to be legendary. I'm sure I'll talk about this on on future episodes. But dude. like, we're assembling the roster in our mind, and we're starting to do like the mental math on it, and the mental. This was an open. This was an open spot for me. Yeah, we got we got an open we got a we got an apartment that we could use to host in. Got an apartment we can use to host in. That's so. So we're gonna decorate the shit out of it. Set up a little picture spot for people, dude. It's about to be crazy, dude. That's hilarious. Unironically, Victor and I were good at like organizing small hangouts. Yeah, like small small to medium hangouts. Like like we never did anything big, but we we had like. At one point, like the what? only the only big thing we did was that one mom's cast pregame. Yeah, yeah, it, and well, that was a good time. Yeah, yeah, we did like what we had like ten, fifteen people over at a time. Sometimes I think we had I think we had fifteen people over. I think yeah, but, we, yeah. Okay, so we we're back. Like, yeah, but like Victor and I would have like ten to fifteen people over. It'd be a good time. Yeah, you know, biggest thing we ever did was like twelve ish people. I, I, it was a good time. I I generally like hosting like smallish parties. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, me like, too. It's, okay, it's so, such a fun time. Last semester, I don't think I talked about this because I think this happened after we took our break. Last semester, I get invited over to um, to a party at Alyssa and Amelia's place, and I go 
yeah, sure, why not? Fuck it, I got nothing better to do. So I walk my ass over there. No one could give me a ride. I walk my ass over there. What? Uh, yeah, I did. And uh, um, Amelia is pretty, pretty fucking, has this uncanny ability of knowing exactly when I'm at the best spot, best spot, meaning if I take this, I'm going to be in like fighting for my life. I'm going to be uh, rolling my con saves with disadvantage to offer me a shot. I and love it. uh it's it's an uncanny ability that she has. It's every single time I go over there. But anyways, we start noticing a lot more people funneling into this party oh, you, you, you than told me. should be possible. You told me about did, this. Did we talk about this on the podcast? I don't I don't I don't think it was the podcast, but you told me about this, I think. Okay. Well even if it wasn't on if it was on the if it was on the podcast before, suck it up, listen to my story again. I don't think it was though, because I feel like we we've tried to avoid this topic pretty I think heavily you until it, I turned twenty. I think you mentioned it like outside to me, probably. So, anyways, we start noticing way more people funneling into this party than than should be, considering like these people, while they have friends, are not like popular social butterfly people. We we are you know? the party friends of these people. Yeah, for yeah, just to to give an idea of how much these people do stuff, Victor and I are their party friends. Which, which you to, know, to be honest, I'll take that compliment. To be, I'll take to, that compliment. Which, to be honest, every time we ask like Victor and Brandon hang out with them, it's a party setting. Oh, exactly. So, so, like, and we're good. We're good energy people. You yeah. and I combined, good energy people. Yeah, because uh, like I, it, it's it's really funny because just Brandon is 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 like an early, like it's an early early stage drunk, and I'm a late stage drunk. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so, so it, it yeah. balances out. Well, I mean, I mean, I passed out there, and you you puked in their bathroom, so you know it evens out. It's hilarious. It evens out. It was hilarious. And then, yeah, so Victor and I solid combo together. So you know, I'll take that party friend compliment. But anyways, so way more people show up, dude. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember from the dorms uh, sophomore year? Yep. He showed up. Dude, he was there. He walked in. I was like, what are you doing here? He said, He's yeah. like, who do you know here? He was in a frat, so, remember? Yes. So what happened was there was a freshman there. The freshman posted the address on Yik Yak. Rookie mistake. And so a bunch of other freshmen, bunch of other freshmen start showing up. The uh, bunch of other freshmen start showing up. A whole bunch of people in the apartment complex start showing up. And me and the the one boyfriend, not the one I hate, the just other one that I'm chill with. Uh, <laughs> Spider Man. That's a story for that's a story for Patreon. That's a story. That's a story for Patreon. Um, but the the boyfriend that I'm cool with, me and him were just like, who do you know here? We like he had to go stand at the door, and we were like, who do you know here? And if Chadwick. you don't know one of like four people here, get the fuck out. Chadwick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's like I think. I have this one friend here at home who yeah. always tells me that we're going to hang out and he tells me that we're going to do specifically something and somehow we always end up like I always end up staying way past what I was planning doing something else. Yeah. So yeah. So this is my friend uh this is my friend uh, let's, uh Jacob, let's call him Jacob. Yeah. He says he calls me Hey Victor, you want to go watch Spider Man with me and and uh, and Sarah, who's like uh, his best friend? Oh, like yeah. Oh yeah, well, of course I want to go watch fucking Spider Man, dude. And then we go watch Spider Man. Then after the movie is done, he's like, "Hey, you want to go? You want to go get some beers at at a friend's house?" And I'm like, "Shit!" But you know, I haven't gone out in a while because you know, 
Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't have. I have an office job where most of the people in my office are like way older than me, and I'm not in college right now. So my and most of my friends are studying abroad. So like, I have a pretty. I I don't get out a lot just because you know I don't feel like going to a club by myself. It's kind of yeah. It's like, yeah, well, it's like it's yeah. Like, I feel like we I'll, we talked about this in the clubbing yeah, episode. Yeah. Like, I would love to go bar hopping with a group, but I'm I'm not gonna be by myself like on a Friday night and be like, and I'm like, oh yeah, why not? And some it and it always turns out like that. We're I'm always end up at someone's apartment that I don't fucking know, but Jacobo knows them, but I don't fucking know them, and yeah. I, I just gotta be like, yeah. That happened to me when I went down to I went down to Penn State to see my uh my friends back home last summer uh which was also just a weird summer. That was a weird summer for me because it was like I I kind of had my roots down in Colorado, but I s- still went home for whatever reason. Yeah, it's 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 so weird to have like especially for me to have I also put my roots down in Colorado. Why? Cuz cuz my root system here in Panama was like turned to shreds by the simple fact that for no apparent reason that people I'm close with, we all decided to go study abroad, but in different places. Yeah. So, yeah. So like, yeah. So I had my roots half down in Colorado, but I still went home. And that summer when you go home after your first year away at college is always weird. It's always a weird experience and you always kind of walk away from it going, eh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But, um, so I did that. And I went down to see my friends at Penn State, and I, they dragged me out to a Penn State party. It was like a ski club party, and it was fine. You know, it was like a normal, normal party. And then I got dragged to. So I was there for their. They hosted a pregame at their place. It was just us. Then we went to the party, and then there was a post game. And I am yet to go to a post game that is actually fun. I you know. <laughs> Post games. I've yet to go to a post game that's fun. Po- I don't. I don't get post games. I like. I. I. I like to what I call them wind downs, which is. Yeah. W- which is like a post game. It's. It's a weird concept to me. A yeah. wind and if I'm going to a wind down, it has to be at someone's house that I know. I don't. Yeah. So I, I don't didn't know these people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because like pregame, uh, pregame, whatever the fuck, you know, party, whatever the fuck. We came post in as game? a group of four. And then it was me and my one friend at this other person's apartment where it was this other person's apartment uh, and the roommate was trying to fuck my friend. It was just a weird, weird environment. Yeah, it was a weird environment to be in. You know what else is a weird environment? This mid-roll. And with five seconds left in the national championship game, the Colorado State Rams down five points against Alabama Crimson Tide. Quarterback lines up, takes a snap, throws the ball downfield. Victor, the mom's guys, he catches it. There's no one downfield, he's open. Touchdown, CNU. Victor, what do you credit your incredible success to in this incredible game-winning touchdown? First of all, this one for CSU, but I credit Mom said it's my turn on the podcast. At Mom's guys on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and YouTube. 
Mom said it's my turn on the podcast on all podcasting platforms. <laughs> Please leave five stars in the podcast on Spotify and comment down to YouTube. Thank you, Monscast. Thank you. <laughs> Damn, I woke up again. Dude, I hate my office job. Holy shit. Victor went corpo. Victor sold out. Victor went corpo. No, it's not even like a corpo job. I'm working at a a three people office for a logistics company. Interesting. And basically, I am. It's like kind of like a half internship because I'm I'm working on their. so I'm working under an engineer, but he's also like pretty new because he's starting to yeah. like implement like fleet management stuff. And okay. like I'm I'm learning from it, but I'm also doing other office stuff. But I have so much fucking downtime. It's stupid. Yeah. And also, I just I just I don't know. I don't know if it's my hour commute to work or 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 I don't know what it is. But, like, in my fucking food service job, where I was running around the kitchen for six hours at a time, I would go for a jog after work before I, t- I turned in for bed. Now, if for my fucking corpo, like, eight-hour fucking corpo job, yeah. I get home at five, and I'm toast, like, like, yeah. like, like shredded. I'm so yeah. tired. I don't get it. I, I no, dude. I'm <laughs> I'm working in a cornfield. I weed. I'm weeding cornfields this summer, and then also doing like actual sciencey lab stuff. So it's like a fifty fifty split of like me being out in the fields getting my farmer Brandon shtick on, and then me like doing science stuff. And like I get back the days where I'm doing science stuff, I'm like exhausted. The days I'm out in the fields, I'm like, all right, I can keep moving. Yeah, let's yeah, keep yeah. It, let's keep it no, going. No, let's keep not it even going. when 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 I was in the three days I was in the cult. I was, like, cleaning toilets. And then after I'm done cleaning toilets, I would go out with a machete, cutting down weeds from the fucking jungle. And yeah. I wouldn't be... And I would do that, like, from fucking 7 a.m. all the way and do, like, other shit from 9 to 9 p.m. And I wouldn't be this fucking tired like I am with my fucking corpo-ass job. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's If you have a lot of downtime, wow. like... If you have a lot of downtime, like, what I would do when I had downtime in, like, a job is I would see how much D&D prep I could sneak in to doing, and I would just try to do D&D prep on the clock. I've been getting sneakily better at online poker. It's so weird. Yeah. I would I would try to, because, I mean, are you doing D&D? Have you, do you have a D&D yeah, yeah. game I'm going? I'm doing, I'm doing running, prep. Or, running or playing? Running. I'm, nice. I'm running Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Nice. I have not played that one. I'm also like working on prep for like my own little. Um, I, I think Critical Role keeps stealing my ideas. Um, for the past uh, few months, I've been working on this uh, new like setting I want to do for like a, a like a short-ish, you know, campaign, maybe five ten sessions, like short to medium campaign. Oh, nice. Yep. And it's it's supposed to be like um, it's supposed to be Panama, and exploring like 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 kind of like Call of Cthulhu, but like in Panama, but like not really Call of Cthulhu. Like all about like secret societies yeah. and shit. And then these assholes 
over at fucking uh, Critical Role come out with something called Candela Obscura. Uh, which is all about yeah. which is all about like secret societies, Call of Cthulhu esque, and I'm just like they just like keep stealing my ideas, man. Like they don't even know I exist, but somehow they keep stealing my ideas. I talked to Brandon about it. Like do you remember last yeah. time? I don't remember what I said, but they they did it again. Like I don't know yeah. how it keeps happening. Like I must be like on the same wavelength as Matthew Mercer or something, but like know. it keeps fucking happening, dude. I uh, I don't know. But yeah, like I would just see how much D and D prep you can sneak in onto the clock. Because I would do that at my one job. I would have a decent bit of downtime. I would just do D and D prep when I didn't have anything else. Oh, no, to do. I could because it looks like you're typing stuff. Because it looks like you're typing stuff. It looks like you're busy. I could probably like get a bunch of prep in, but my like I have my prep down to a science. Because I have like oh, so do I. Because because my players in this campaign, I know what they like at this point. Yeah, and so they're like not. They're they're pretty reactive players. Yeah, right. I think a mom's cast presents where it's which it's a D and D one shot. Yeah, would be so fire. I think that would be so fire. I've been telling you on this idea for a while now, and you were like, I don't want. I know. It's I don't want to make it would, my job. I, I don't. I don't want. It, it wouldn't be my job. We'd just be recording one episode as a mom's cast presents. My issue is the setup with that because everybody needs a mic. That's really the only setup thing. Everybody needs a mic, and it would just be a really pain in the ass to make sure everybody's mics get lined up slash set up correctly. I mean, is it, though? Like, It's more the interface issue, because I yeah. want everybody's mic to sound good, so it's like... Yeah, but like that's we're, we're going to figure that out once we start doing uh, big projects again. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, yeah, like, I don't know. You can sneak a good bit of D&D prep in on the clock. A, a, My d- a fancy... Uh, and mom's cast like dress up D and D one shot where we like dress up as funny shit would go kind of hard. If we ever get money to like actually be able to do that, because the issue is getting you up I to know. the United States. Like um, this is why we need. This is why we need. This the is what I think. Well. How much is a greyhound? Like a bus? Yeah. Like how 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 much is a greyhound ticket? I don't know. They don't go up from Panama, do they? I thought they no, go no, cross no. country. No, 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 no. Cause I I'm gonna be like flying. Oh up. yeah, you're gonna I'm, be. A f- yeah, I, I'm gonna be flying up to California every once in a while. Right. Yeah. So, like, how much is a fucking Greyhound? I'll just pay it. Take the like. What's gonna be like three day trip? Something like that. Three day trip up to up to Colorado. But yeah, like I don't know. I think a D and D one shot would be fine. I just wouldn't want to do a D and D series because I think those just kind of get. Yeah. Like, everybody wants to do D and D, but like not everybody's that great at storytelling, not which only, is my thing with most of these D and D podcasts. Like like with like D and D like proper series to the pros. Like there's a there's a reason why the the like most popular D and D um podcast is a group of voice actors. Yeah, exactly. And other people like he- <laughs> and other people that work in the arts. Like have you noticed that most of the guests they have are like yeah, exactly. in the are arts also are actors, like, yeah, yeah. Or, or even like like I think they mentioned twenty, all of them are like comedians, like training on improv. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. like they're actual yeah. pros that are just they're actual like story yeah. Doing like structured more structured improv. Like you Yeah. You and your group of friends are not 
No, exactly. That's my I thing with not it. You know, there. like D and D for me is a very intimate thing between like me and my friends that I play the game with. You do not want my D and D game recorded to listen back to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, like, okay, so the last campaign that I played with Victor, I was running it. Victor was playing, and then Logan and Addy were also playing, and the campaign. What's Very hilarious. quickly devolved. Yeah, it was a good campaign. It was a great starter campaign. Because Logan had never played D&D before. So I was like, alright, let's do some basic shit. There's some goblins. You know? And that very quickly devolved <laughs> into... I made I made a weed joke one time. I forget what the joke even was. I think I was like, you find like a paper baggie with some like weed in it. <laughs> and then Logan and Victor pick up the joke. And they start running with it. They're like, what kind of strain is it? And are there seeds? And I go, oh, yeah, sure, there's some seeds. And then they bump into a wizard a couple weeks later. And they go, do you have any Zaza? And that was just any time they met anybody, it was, do you have Zaza? So I was like, not only that, making like, not only that, we would trade the Zaza for more for other strains, and we were like gearing up to open up a dispo. And yeah, and like I, I was I, like, you don't want to listen to my D and D game. We, like, is we, what I'm trying to get to. Addy, Addy decided to adopt a goblin. Um, we called we called him Michaelin. We were gonna send him to college. Yeah, and so like again, my like it, it was pretty uh, funny for uh, us. For yeah. us. Addy would also keep a list. I would do like I would make comments offhand about something that would indirectly confirm that something existed in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we have so the... there was just a running list of things that were canon to my D and D world, including the city of Detroit. <laughs> um. um... Uh, was it the city of Detroit? There was a football league. Yeah, the, 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 there were the Seattle uh, Ocean Eagles. Uh, Something like that. The New York airships. But yeah, like there, it was like a whole bunch of dumb shit like that. Like I would make one offhanded comment and it would confirm like something completely tangential existed in the setting that makes just, no sense. We would just run with it and it was Brandon's personal hell. So that was that was my that was like again you don't want my D and D game you don't because also like we don't stay on track in character or yeah. like in game hundred percent of the time I feel like most of the game like somebody says something and then one of us makes like an out of character comment and it's just like on a D and D show that would get really really frustrating really quickly I feel like yeah because like part of what makes like shit like Dimension Twenty and Critical Role so good. Compared to like all the other D and D shows, is that these are like actors who can actually yeah. stay in character and who actually live up the character. Yep. And then you have like the DMs who like have been playing D and D for ages, for like twenty years. Yeah. And, and they have this not like, just playing, running D and D regularly. Like I think, I think, uh, and, and they have these settings that they've just been working on for years and years and years and years. Oh yeah, and like, like it's like the, the so my my thing with this has always been my stance with this, and it's a, it's a very me take, and I don't know I don't know if it's a very me take, but like this is the way I've I've diluted the take is over the years. Critical Role and Dimension Twenty are to D and D what porn is to sex. Yeah, kind it of. just sets. I, I disagree. It just sets 
such an unrealistic expectation of what the thing is. So it's like, yes, if you look at it at a very broad, like very broad, very like blurry perspective, yes, like it's the same thing. D- uh, like Critical Role is playing D and D, and porn is sex. But like, it's like such a heavy asterisk. I'll you know? say it differently, but like in the same like format. Like Critical Role is to D and D what the World Cup is to going to play soccer. At a like at a random field in a park with your buddies. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's just like like again like the the stuff that they do on these shows. Also, because you have to realize that it is not a D and D game. It is a heavily produced show. You know, like there, there's there's like it's like you see like Matt Mercer. And Brandon Lee Mulligan bringing out these, like, battle maps that are, like, like in the case of Brandon Lee Mulligan, like, professionally, yeah. like, professionally made by, like, Rick Perry. Yeah, because there's a like, team. They like have a, a team working on these sculptor, And then, like, Matt brings out, like, this terrain with all the fancy tiles and stuff that he made. But he just yeah. gets sponsored by fucking Dwarven Forge or whatever. And he has, like, Seriously. every single D&D peripheral he would ever want. And then Seriously, he has yeah. these, like, professional, like... FX teams that just like set up sets up his macros so he can change the oh, lights, yeah. change the music, put up the fog machine. Exactly, and like then, it's it's a show. You have to realize that it's a show. It's not a D and D game. It, is it scripted? Probably not, because they're all fucking. Some of it. No, no, no. Okay, I watched a video on how he does prep stuff. Because as much as Critical Role is not my thing, I respect that Matt Mercer is Matt a very Mercer good. Is a very good. Very yeah. good at what he does. Yeah, he's very good at what he does. And so I was watching how he preps just because, like, I mean, I don't care how good you think you are. It's something you should always be trying to, like, learn how to get better at your skills yeah, yeah, and yeah. your craft by watching other people do it. And he pre-scripts parts of the NPC dialogue. He does script out oh, no. NPC dialogue. But I, I do I do that, too. Cause that's just, oh, I don't do that. That's prepped. Because, like, there's the tidbits of information that I want to give to my players that, I, yeah. that I'm going to, like, give them to. Especially with my players. Which they don't ask a lot of questions, so that yeah. that leads me to have to info dump to lead them on the right track. Yeah, my my thing with Critical Role is they will never say whether or not it's scripted or not because that will it's, ruin it's, any I, illusion that it is a game. Still, aside from like most, like aside from like a part of Matt's like info stuff, like the stuff he dumps on the characters, like quest and stuff, which is just prep. It's not scripted. It's prep. Yeah. I think I think it's not scripted just for the fact that he's leaving it to fuck his players. Yeah, you, you know who well, I, I when, when I say scripted. Yeah, when I say scripted, I think like he gives them like a list of like what I think it would look like in practice is giving them like a list of points to hit during the session. And that's like all that would yeah. be there, you know. I think uh, there's I think there's an aspect to that because have you heard about the twenty page lore document? Yeah, it's it's a it's a it like it's not a dimension twenty thing. It's a, that, that like Brandon Lee Mulligan like gave their players when they were character creating like a twenty page yep. lore document for them to like make good characters because that's that's why. Yeah, that's why all the characters in, in like critical role or, or dimension twenty, yeah, are like they fit into their settings. Are like yeah. so connected because like they they are fucking pros. I think, yeah, I like I think this is this might be an unpopular opinion, but like 
the way we play D&D nowadays is so influenced by those two people that yep. I would say that today's like like they would look up to like Gygax when they when they were growing up, yes. right? Yeah. Now we look up to yeah, them. Exactly. Like like they're they're I, they're the I don't even think they would yeah. They're the Gygaxes of RDM generation. So so the way I think about it is I didn't start D&D D watching like Critical Role and stuff. So the person I looked up to when I started running D&D was my friend Sebastian who was my DM when we started playing D&D. Because I saw the shit he was doing. I went, this is incredible. I want to do this. I don't know who he was watching. Because we didn't, like, watch any D&D stuff. He just, like, figured it out. But it's, like, nowadays, I take most of my, like, cues and my, like, philosophy on D&D from, like, Matt Colville. Who has, like, a Colby, very... Colville's pretty good, too. Very, like, 80s, 90s approach to D&D. And I just, like, I don't... You like that style. That's, that's I prefer that style where it's like D and D because he made a point in one of his videos. I forget which one it is. I'm sure if you look it up, you could probably find it. He's like D and D is a game with a lot of oral tradition, and uh, you have to kind of make sure that that oral tradition gets passed down. And I don't really see that happening much with like Critical Role and like Dimension Twenty yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like D and D is a game with oral like it is an oral tradition game. Like that is a game that like yeah, definitely. I don't know. The, every DM learned from like some friend's older brother, you except, know, or like except, some friend. Except some sometimes, friend, like, like in in my case, I was the guy that wanted to get into D and D. Yeah. So then, then I learned it's from. Wait, I'm getting a call. Be right back. Yeah, I I wanted to play D and D, and so I didn't have anyone around me that already played D and D. So in those cases, like you gotta learn like from scratch, from your own, and just yeah. just looking at the books, that's really fucking hard. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. really fucking hard. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. you go, okay, I want to learn the rules. But once you're learning the rules, you're not playing yet. And, uh, you, you, oh. you, you go and say, like, I want to see yeah. how actual play looks. Yeah. And that's, no, it's, it's that's, hard to get that yeah. idea of what an actual game looks like that's until how you, you, you play or watch like, one. That's how you end up in, like, Critical Role. And then, you know, there's you gotta take, you take and you get so overwhelmed by it. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get so overwhelmed until you watch the the uh, until you just realize it by like yourself that you don't have to be Matt Mercer or Bentley Mulligan. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people it takes a lot, like, if you start like that it takes a while for it. It does. It does. But yeah, I don't know. Again, I'm very I'm very much in the Matt Colville school of school of thought with this stuff. I I where it's just like D and D does not need to be this overproduced overproduced thing D D should just be go have a good time with your buddies i like because also like i i could get into a whole thing on this if we ever yeah. start like a patreon thing where we can just do mom's cast like minis yeah i could talk like a whole shit ton about this because it is a thing that i have such big disagreements with my friends back home on on what D D is because they get mad when they they give their players these like long lore handouts and their players don't read them i'm like dude no one cares like no offense no one cares about your lore i don't give i don't give lore handouts but i do like to give setting handouts i get i give a one page setting handout and a one page campaign info handout and that's it anything more than a page no one's gonna read i give i give uh i give like two pages that are this is a must this is like this is a this is you have to. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is, is yeah, that's what I do. And yeah. then I just send a barrage of like supplemental info, especially if I'm doing Yeah. Especially if I'm doing like something established, like yeah, like yeah. like Dragon Heist. I just send a yeah. barrage of like here, this is our bunch of resources you can use 
if you just want to get deeper on it like you don't have to do it yeah. now you can do it while we're, while we're playing like like while the game is running you can do whatever you want but i'm going to give you all the resources you need and you ever going exactly. to yeah. succeed but i need you to read these do two you, pages and answer like this you, this correct questions that's it do you have uh i mean it's getting pretty close to wrap up the episode time do you have your dice on you my guy i should have uh okay uh I'm going to say, because it's our first episode back, we're feeling a little rusty. How about you roll to end the episode with disadvantage? Okay, let's go. Two ones. Fuck!